Blog Talk Radio. It's time for you to start making more money. Find out about the low-risk wealth-building method millionaires use. They invest in real estate. And now in Philadelphia, you've got real estate riches. We show you how to acquire a couple million dollars in assets and have a $100,000 a year income within the next 10, 15 years. I just follow the program. I followed all the steps, did everything you're supposed to do, and I wound up right before Christmas with $16,000 extra dollars in my pocket. You already know that real estate is a smart part of any balanced investing portfolio. It's like a stock that pays dividends while it continues to appreciate, producing an eventual capital gain. We get our dividends from rent and our capital gains when we sell. Why waste money on useless books and tapes when you have real estate riches right here in Philly? Our workshops are free. Leave your checkbook at home. But seating is limited, so you must call. 267-231-3920. That's 267-231-3920. Or register online at realestateriches.com. The opinions and statements expressed in the following program do not necessarily reflect those of WWDB, its staff, or management. Welcome to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with your host, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Parthenia is a psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner who will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Call with your questions or comments at 610-664-4100. Now here's the host of Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Well, good morning to those of you listening to our live broadcast today, September 9, 2006. And good day to those of you listening to a rebroadcast some other time. You're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard, at WWDB 860 on the AM dial. On this program, we discuss alternative medicine therapies and related products and issues. Only try the therapies shared here after consulting with your physician. Last Saturday, our guest was George Eckrich from Dr. Cracker. At that show's end, we discussed the herb baldo and the yoga sana utatasana. If you missed that show, you can go to our website at www. Dot amtherapies.com, click on the radio show link, scroll down to the show you want, and click the button under it to listen to the show. If you want to set up an appointment with me, call 610-687-6184. For general information, call 610-660-7710. Later, when we open the phone lines, call 610-664-4100 to ask a question of our guest. Our guest today is Rwandan war survivor Immaculee Ilibagiza, author of Left to Tell. It's about her journey during, before, during, uh, before, during, and after hiding with seven women in a small bathroom for 91 days. At the end of that, today's program, we will discuss the herb bonset and the yoga asana parighasana. Now it's time for our wellness news. According to Lahas, L-O-H-A-S, weekly newsletter, uh, authored by AlternativeMedicine.com, whole grains prove vital to older adults. A new study shows that older adults who eat whole grains uh, instead of refined grain products may be at low risk of having health conditions that can lead to diabetes and heart disease. In addition, they have a lower mortality rate from a cardiovascular disease than people who don't eat whole grain. Led by University of Maryland Assistant Professor Nadine Zahoyan, the study looked at how eating whole grain foods affects the metabolism syndrome of older adults. 
Metabolic syndrome is a condition characterized by disturbed glucose and insulin metabolism, central obesity, and hypertension. The study which will appear in the January well, which appeared in the January edition of the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition looked at three day food diaries of more than five hundred people aged sixty and older. The Hoyans group found those who consumed more whole grains were at significantly lower risk of having metabolic syndrome. There have been studies that show the benefits for a middle-aged population, said Sahoyan, assistant professor in Maryland's Department of Nutrition and Food Science. Quote, ours is the first study that shows the relationship between eating whole grains and the health benefits for older people whose metabolic characteristics may be different from younger adults. End quote. Metabolic syndrome, which is linked to increased risk of diabetes and cardiovascular disease, is increasing in the United States. It's, in, it's estimated that 40% of men and 51% of women over 60 are affected with metabolic syndrome. In a group whose average age was 72 for men and 73 for women, the study found that subjects who daily consumed about three servings of whole grain, such as whole grain bread, cereal, and brown rice, had a lower prevalence of metabolic syndrome than people who ate less than one serving a day. The U.S. Dietary Guidelines for Americans recommends that all people consume three or more ounces or the equivalent of whole grain products a day. Whole grain products contain fiber, vitamins, minerals, and other things that are removed during refining, said Sahoyan. We recommend that whole grain, and this again is Sahoyan, uh, intake should start from a very young age to develop a healthy lifestyle. Cardiovascular changes and diabetes risk are starting to occur earlier now, especially due to obesity, the, the obesity epidemic. Something to think about for our older populations. Okay, as I told you last week uh, and earlier today, our guest is Il Imakili Ilibagiza. Imakili was born in Rwanda and studied electronic and mechanical engineering at the National University of Rwanda. Her life transformed dramatically in 1994 during the Rwanda genocide when she and seven other women huddled silently together in a cramped bathroom of a local pastor's house for 91 days. During this horrific ordeal, Immaculate lost, lost most of her family, but she survived to share the story and her miraculous transition into forgiveness and a profound relationship with God. Four years later, she emerged from Rwanda to the United States and began working for the United Nations in New York City. I'm sorry, she immigrated. She has since established uh, the Left to Tell Charitable Fund to help others heal from the long-term effects of genocide and war. Immaculate, now 36, lives in Long Island with her husband and their two children. Left to Tell is Immaculate's first book. One thing I want to say that um, despite the events inspiring, inspiring Immaculate's book, it is nonetheless a positive book about hope. Um, good morning, Immaculate. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Good morning. And thank you for agreeing to do this. Mm -hmm. um, when your publicist suggested having you as a guest, and I thought, I thought yes, for sure, because, I mean, our program is about wellness, wholeness, and wisdom related to alternative medicine therapies and such. But the wisdom that you share about an alternative to hate, uh, revenge, and anger, 
uh, during and after negative events like yours, it certainly falls within the purview of what our program is about. Thank you um, for what you do. That's so nice to help people. Wow. Well, thank you. Um, to start out, could you share with us what your life was like as a child? Um, did you grow up in Rwanda and, and what that was like? Yeah, that's right. I grew up in Rwanda in a small village called Mataba around a lake, a huge lake. It seemed like a sea to me <laughs> when I was growing up. Mm. So I grew up with my three brothers and my mom and dad. And, you know, and we had so many neighbors. Rwanda is a very populated country, most populated maybe in, in, in Rwanda, in, in Africa. But it is a tiny country also, the size of Maryland, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we had about 8 million before the genocide. So when I, I was growing up, everything was good. I played with my, you know, my neighbors. We had a good time. My parents were Catholic and they prayed a lot. So we, we talked about God, about good things were going on in the country, listening to news. But never, they never told us about the hatred that was going on between the two main tribes, Hutu and Tutsis. We played with everybody. We had Tutsis, Hutu and Tutsis coming to visit us every day. I felt really loved by everybody in the village. I, nothing ever prepared me to what was coming. And, you know, Rwanda again is really, like, you have a very nice weather. It is almost always spring. Mm-hmm. So we, we, I just grew up really having a good time, having flowers all around all throughout the year. It was a good life, as I remember it. Well, now, before we get too much uh, further into the interview, your name is so beautiful and so unique. That's right, Immaculate Bagiza. Another thing I want to say is that in Rwanda, everybody has a different last name in the family. So we don't take the names of the parents, like here. So the father would normally, after seven days, the child was born, we wake up in the morning as a tradition, and they give a name that comes from his heart to the to the child. It will always be the father who named the child, even if it's the mother who suggests to the father what is the name. Mm-hmm. So immaculate, like you understand it, is really immaculate. They named it after the Blessed Mother, Virgin Mary. Oh my, pure. Right. <laughs> it was a great wish from my parents for me to be. And Ilibagiza means something beautiful in the body and soul. Like really shining. The really meaning of Ilibagiza and Kenya Rwanda is this thing that is so beautiful that will make people forget about where they were going. <laughs> mm. I think it's very important, uh, the names we give our children, because they do, I think, have a, a, almost a, a predictive effect on how that child is going to develop and what they may accomplish in I their think, life. I think so, because when I was growing up, everybody was like, your dad named you that? <laughs> he must love you so much. Now we so, have... Yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, he must love you so much. So it can remind you of that. You know, you are loved. You know, somebody cared so you, much about you. And you have something, uh, an expectation, almost that you feel you must live up to. Uh, you know, it's got to be inspiring. Um, before we go to break, which we'll do in about 30 seconds, where exactly is Rwanda for those who are not familiar with the African continent? That's right. It, Rwanda is located in the central east part of Africa. It is near Congo, 
you know, this, yeah, those are the neighbors country, Congo, Burundi, those who know Uganda. We are just 30 minutes away from Uganda, the capital, and Tanzania. So those who know Kenya, Nairobi, it is not far from them. Okay, very good. Thank you. Uh, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Our program is sponsored by Alternative Medicine Therapies. My main office is in the Tubala Plaza Building, Suite 300 in Ballacamber, Pennsylvania. Visit our website at www.amtherapies.com or call the office at 610-687-6184. Stay tuned for our return with Immaculee Libagiza, author of Left to Tell, about her journey before, during, and after hiding with seven women in a small bathroom for 91 days in Rwanda. Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies at 610-660-7710 for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative medicine therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi light therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when alternative medicine therapies with psychologist Parthenia Izzard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation at 610-660-7710 and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. And don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard's radio program each Saturday morning at 8 on AM860 WWDB. Don't passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, cold, flu, and other ailments. Listen to me, Parthenia Izzard, every Saturday morning at 8 for Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom. I am a local natural health care practitioner and psychologist. I will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Don't miss Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, Parthenia Izzard, every Saturday morning at 8, only on AM 860 WWDB. Welcome back. You're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. You visit our website to participate in my blog. That's one way I get your feedback. Today, we're talking with Immaculee Ilibagiza, author of Left to Tell, about her journey before, during, and after um, hiding with seven women in a small bathroom for 91 days. Um, uh, Immaculate, I, I mean, this is going to be such a challenge. I do not want to mess up your name at all. I'm breathing before I say it each time, and I'm very concerned about it, but so far, so good. Um, I would like you to briefly tell us um, something about your life prior to uh, the incidents that you share in your book. My life before was... Again, what was going on, you know, with you that year before, I guess. That year before. I was in university my last year doing mechanical engineering and electrical engineering. I mean, I was in university, of course, like all students, you know, having good time, <laughs> forgetting, ignoring the world, and sometimes voicing the injustice that was going on. And the students 
they did never they didn't like at all what was going on in the country because that's a, you know like my the people of my tribe which they have you know I still feel so bad that they have made a big deal just between this little thing they called tribe mm-hmm. you couldn't find a school if you are Tutsi you it was so hard to find a job and you look like it is just a little thing they put in identity card and they will put you at Tutsi and another one is a Hutu. Could you tell us, give us a little, about, a little bit about the breakdown of the ethnic situation or the ethnic divide in Rwanda? Yeah, you know, we have actually two main tribes. It is Tutsi and Hutu. And before that, they said that the Hutus were about 85% and Tutsis were 15%. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some people, other people say it was also a way of making them minority. So they would take a lot of privileges from them. Mm-hmm. So if you go to school, like they say they have 10 places in school, it was a law from the government that they have to accept one Tutsi and nine Hutus, mm-hmm. even if you have passed the exam. Wow. So it, yeah, it was something like that. And the background of that, it really started by the time of colonialization in 1900, when the Belgians took over the country to colonize it. They said they wanted to organize the country, and they divided people in two tribes. So I don't know what happened for whoever was there, and caused these two tribes to almost fight together. Sure. You know, like for power, mm-hmm. they will elect, and then they caused this kind of, you know, this brother thing, like jealousy, and it grew. It grew, it became so bad that then they would try now to kill the people of the other tribe so that they would never win over the power, like the election. So it was something it started a long time like that. Mm-hmm. And in 1959, 1973, they had wars that they killed the main people from Tutsi tribe who have gone to school. So mm-hmm. what happened in 1994 was completely something new to eliminate everybody. Before it was just like to target people who have gone to school, who have degrees, you know, just so they would not have competition. Right. And then it happened like that. Mm-hmm. So... The year before the whole thing happened, we had this radio. I never forgot about it. People called it hate radio, but the name was Artelem. This radio, later I knew that it was sponsored by the president at that time, by the government, main people in the country. But they used to have these people they called, you know, like these people who used to make themselves like drunk. I don't think they were drunk. That they would come on radio and couldn't even talk because they would pretend they are so drunk. Mm-hmm. And then we will start to teach people how to kill Tutsis. Oh, my. Yeah, openly. Mm-hmm. Talking how like we are not the enemies of the country, we are not meant to be in the country. When you kill next time, you have to start with babies. And then they will laugh, 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 like evil laugh. And then people will think, oh, that's a joke. That can never happen. But somehow they educated those who had hatred in their hearts. They told them what to do. They educated them. They kind, you know, helped them. So I remember the pe- person who was in the country, the head of the army in, of the UN, he was sending messages to the headquarters, asking, telling them that this radio is so bad that they have to stop it. But somehow, I think that everyone took it so easy, like t- t- it was never going to materialize. Mm-hmm. So what happened around the world, things were getting really hot because of the radio, the hatred was growing so bad. Everything wrong in the country was being praised. I, again, I remember a time when I passed through the town coming from school. 
And I saw it, thieves, thieves in the city stealing clothes from people. Oh, and, yeah, and I remember them stealing this woman. They removed her shoes. They took her bag, and the police were around there, you know, and they took her, her gold chain she had on and her clothes. Thank God she had something inside. And and nobody said anything, even us, normal people. They would tell you, don't say a word. Those people, you know, like they can kill you. And I was like, you know, what is going on? This was not here in three, four years before. But you felt like something was about to explode in the country. There's no way that the evil can be so praised and so late go doing whatever it wants. And no one, there's no justice anymore. That was just a few months before the whole thing exploded. And then the whole thing really started. I remember on the 7th, the 6th of April, 1994, and I got to know the news the morning of the, of the 7th of April when my brother took, came to me and told me that the president was killed the night before. We, we have just heard it from the radio. So we couldn't believe it. And I remember getting up out of the bed and telling my brother, look, they are going to kill us. And he couldn't believe it, how I thought about that. I'm like, he said, why do you think they're going to kill us? I told him, don't you see that what we have been talking on radio, now it is going to materialize. We all listened to that radio. They had such good music to attract people. So we were listening to it, just like to hear the jokes. So, But something told me, look, it will happen. It will end up happening. And it was just the beginning of the whole thing. Now, it's uh, it's very interesting, uh, just to give a little bit about your your character or your personality. Uh, even as a young child, uh, you had a special interest. Uh, I don't know if you want to reveal it. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm trying to walk carefully here. I know there's many things in the book that you want people to discover as they read the book. But I thought it was a very interesting item about your youth when you went to visit uh, the priest. Do you want to share that? Yeah. <laughs> that was so cute. About being a nun? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, so, oh my. You know, I grew up really loving God. But somehow, I loved my father, I loved my mom so much, and they prayed. So somehow I felt like, I don't know, when I remember the transformation during the genocide, I wondered if I, I really loved God enough before. But then when I remember when I was a child, I remember doing things that made me feel like I was really, again, looking for him or close to him. Mm-hmm. So I remember when I was about, about, was it 13 years old, I had a friend called Jeanette. That was her real name in the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's time for you to start making more money. Find out about the low-risk wealth-building method millionaires use. They invest in real estate. And now in Philadelphia, you've got real estate riches. We show you how to acquire a couple million dollars in assets and have a $100,000 a year income within the next 10, 15 years. I just follow the program. I followed all the steps, did everything you're supposed to do, and I wound up right before Christmas with $16,000 extra dollars in my pocket. You already know that real estate is a smart part of any balanced investing portfolio. It's like a stock that pays dividends while it continues to appreciate, producing an eventual capital gain. We get our dividends from rent and our capital gains when we sell. Why waste money on you? useless books and tapes when you have real estate riches right here in Philly. Our workshops are free. Leave your checkbook at home. But seating is limited, so you must call 267-231-3920. 
That's 267-231-3920 or register online at realestateriches.com. The opinions and statements expressed in the following program do not necessarily reflect those of WWDB, its staff, or management. Welcome to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with your host, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Parthenia is a psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner who will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Call with your questions or comments at 610-664-4100. Now here's the host of Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Well, good morning to those of you listening to our live broadcast today, September 9, 2006. And good day to those of you listening to a rebroadcast some other time. You're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard at WWDB 860 on the AM dial. On this program, we discuss alternative medicine therapies and related products and issues. Only try the therapies shared here after consulting with your physician. Last Saturday, our guest was George Eckrich from Dr. Cracker. At that show's end, we discussed the herb baldo and the yoga sana utatasana. If you missed that show, you can go to our website at www.amtherapies.com, click on the radio show link, scroll down to the show you want, and click the button under it to listen to the show. If you want to set up an appointment with me, call 610-687-6184. For general information, call 610-660-7710. Later, when we open the phone lines... Call 610-664-4100 to ask a question of our guest. Our guest today is Rwandan war survivor Imakuli Ilibagiza, author of Left to Tell. It's about her journey during, before, during, uh, before, during, and after hiding with seven women in a small bathroom for 91 days. At the end of that today's program, we will discuss the herb Bonset and the Yoga Asana Parighasana. Now it's time for our wellness news. According to LAHAS, L-O-H-A-S, weekly newsletter, uh, authored by AlternativeMedicine.com, whole grains prove vital to older adults. A new study shows that older adults who eat whole grains uh, instead of refined grain products may be at low risk of having health conditions that can lead to diabetes and heart disease. In addition, they have a lower mortality rate from a cardiovascular disease than people who don't eat whole grain. Led by University of Maryland Assistant Professor Nadine Sahoyan, the study looked at how eating whole grain foods affects the metabolism syndrome of older adults. Metabolic syndrome is a condition characterized by disturbed glucose and insulin metabolism, central obesity, and hypertension. The study, which will appear in the January, well, which appeared in the January edition of the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, looked at three-day food diaries of more than 500 people aged 60 and older. The Hoyans group found those who consumed more whole grains were at significantly lower risk of having metabolic syndrome. There have been studies that show the benefits for a middle-aged population, said Sahoyan assistant professor in Maryland's Department of Nutrition and Food Science. Quote, ours is the first study that shows the relationship between eating whole grains and the health benefits for older people whose metabolic characteristics may be different from younger adults. End quote. 
metabolic syndrome, which is linked to increased risk of diabetes and cardiovascular disease, is increasing in the United States. It's, in, it's estimated that 40% of men and 51% of women over 60 are affected with metabolic syndrome. In a group whose average age was 72 for men and 73 for women, the study found that subjects who daily consumed about three servings of whole grain, such as whole grain bread, cereal, and brown rice, had a lower prevalence of metabolic syndrome than people who ate less than one serving a day. The U.S. Dietary Guidelines for Americans recommends that all people consume three or more ounces, or the equivalent of a whole grain products a day. Whole grain products contain fiber, vitamins, minerals, and other things that are removed during refining, said Sahoyan. We recommend that whole grain, and this again is Sahoyan, uh, intake should start from a very young age to develop a healthy lifestyle. Cardiovascular changes and diabetes risk are starting to occur earlier now, especially due to obesity, the, the obesity epidemic. Something to think about for our older populations. Okay, as I told you last week uh, and earlier today, our guest is Il Imakili Ilibagiza. Imakili was born in Rwanda and studied electronic and mechanical engineering at the National University of Rwanda. Her life transformed dramatically in 1994 during the Rwanda genocide when she and seven other women huddled silently together in a cramped bathroom of a local pastor's house for 91 days. During this horrific ordeal, Immaculate lost most of her family, but she survived to share the story and her miraculous transition into forgiveness and a profound relationship with God. Four years later, she emerged from Rwanda to the United States and began working for the United Nations in New York City. I'm sorry, she immigrated. She has since established uh, the Left to Tell Charitable Fund to help others heal from the long-term effects of genocide and war. Immaculate, now 36, lives in Long Island with her husband and their two children. Left to Tell is Immaculate's first book. One thing I want to say that um, despite the events inspiring, inspiring Immaculate's book, it is nonetheless a positive book about hope. Um, good morning, Immaculate. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Good morning. And thank you for agreeing to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, when your publicist suggested having you as a guest, and I thought, I thought yes, for sure, because, I mean, our program is about wellness, wholeness, and wisdom related to alternative medicine therapies and such, but the wisdom that you share about an alternative to hate, uh, revenge, and anger uh, during and after negative events like yours at certainly falls within the purview of what our program is about. Thank you um, for what you do. That's so nice to help people. Wow. Well, thank you. Um, to start out, could you share with us what your life was like as a child? Um, did you grow up in Rwanda and, and what that was like? Yeah, that's right. I grew up in Rwanda in a small village called Mataba around a lake, a huge lake. It seemed like a sea to me (laughs) when I was growing up. Mm. So I grew up with my three brothers and my mom and dad. And, you know, and we had so many neighbors. Rwanda is a very populated country, mostly populated maybe in in Rwanda, in in Africa. But it is a tiny country also. 
the size of Maryland, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we had about 8 million before the genocide. So mm-hmm. when I, I was growing up, everything was good. I played with my, you know, my neighbors. We had a good time. My parents were Catholic and they prayed a lot. So we, we talked about God, about good things were going on in the country, listening to news. But never they never told us about the hatred that was going on between the two main tribes, Hutu and Tutsis. Mm-hmm. We played with everybody. We had Tutsis com- Hutu and Tutsis coming to visit us every day. I felt really loved by everybody in the village. I, nothing ever prepared me to what was coming. And it's time for you to start making more money. Find out about the low-risk, wealth-building method millionaires use. They invest in real estate. And now in Philadelphia, you've got real estate riches. We show you how to acquire a couple million dollars in assets and have a $100,000 a year income within the next 10, 15 years. I just followed the program. I followed all the steps, did everything you're supposed to do, and I wound up right before Christmas with $16,000 extra dollars in my pocket. You already know that real estate is a smart part of any balanced investing portfolio. It's like a stock that pays dividends while it continues to appreciate producing an eventual capital gain. We get our dividends from rent and our capital gains when we sell. Why waste money on useless books and tapes when you have real estate riches right here in Philly? Our workshops are free. Leave your checkbook at home. But seating is limited, so you must call 267-231-3920. That's 267-231-3920. Or register online at realestateriches.com. The opinions and statements expressed in the following program do not necessarily reflect those of WWDB, its staff, or management. Welcome to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with your host, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Parthenia is a psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner who will show you alternative paths toward health with a holistic approach. Call with your questions or comments at 610-664-4100. Now here's the host of Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Well, good morning to those of you listening to our live broadcast today, September 9, 2006. And good day to those of you listening to a rebroadcast some other time. You're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard, at WWDB 860 on the AM dial. On this program, we discuss alternative medicine therapies and related products and issues. Only try the therapies shared here after consulting with your physician. Last Saturday, our guest was George Eckrich from Dr. Cracker. At that show's end, we discussed the herb baldo and the yoga sana utatasana. If you missed that show, you can go to our website at www. Dot amtherapies.com, click on the radio show link, scroll down to the show you want, and click the button under it to listen to the show. If you want to set up an appointment with me, call 610-687-6184. For general information, call 610-660-7710. Later, when we open the phone lines, call 610-664-4100 to ask a question of our guest. Our guest today is Rwandan war survivor Immaculee Ilibagiza, author of Left to Tell. It's about her journey during, before, during, uh, before, during, and after hiding with seven women in a small bathroom for 91 days. At the end of that 
today's program, we will discuss the herb bone set and the yoga asana parighasana. Now it's time for our wellness news. According to Lahas, L-O-H-A-S, weekly newsletter, uh, authored by AlternativeMedicine.com, whole grains prove vital to older adults. A new study shows that older adults who eat whole grains uh, instead of refined grain products may be at low risk of having health conditions that can lead to diabetes and heart disease. In addition, they have a lower mortality rate from a cardiovascular disease than people who don't eat whole grain. Led by University of Maryland Assistant Professor Nadine Zahoyan, the study looked at how eating whole grain foods affects the metabolism syndrome of older adults. Metabolic syndrome is a condition characterized by disturbed glucose and insulin metabolism, central obesity, and hypertension. The study, which will appear in the January, well, which appeared in the January edition of the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, looked at three-day food diaries of more than 500 people aged 60 and older. The Hoyans group found those who consumed more whole grains were at significantly lower risk of having metabolic syndrome. There have been studies that show the benefits for a middle-aged population, said Sahoyan, assistant professor in Maryland's Department of Nutrition and Food Science. Quote, ours is the first study that shows the relationship between eating whole grains and the health benefits for older people whose metabolic characteristics may be different from younger adults. End quote. Metabolic syndrome, which is linked to increased risk of diabetes and cardiovascular disease, is increasing in the United States. It's, in, it's estimated that 40% of men and 51% of women over 60 are affected with metabolic syndrome. In a group whose average age was 72 for men and 73 for women, the study found that subjects who daily consumed about three servings of whole grain, 